What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrubby here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am and uh, today I've got a bunch of story times. I think when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys are gonna like that were sent in to me about people's crazy neighbors. This has kind of become a little bit of a series, but I know you guys really, really love it. So, uh, why not make another one? Pretty dang entertaining stories if you ask me. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Alright, so the first one that we got, someone sent in to me, and they unfortunately have the bad luck of living in between two people who really, really hate each other. Which means that they're both getting, like, the story from the other one about how much the other one sucks. And also, unfortunately, getting stuck in the middle of them going back and forth a lot. In both of their neighbors on both sides, it's ironic that they don't get along because they're very similar. They're both like the very, I can do whatever I want, it's my yard, blah, 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 blah type of guy, which nothing wrong with that. Technically, they can do what they want, it's their yard. But they were just very, very similar, and for whatever reason, one thing they would do to troll each other is kind of like put their trash cans near each other's house on trash day. I don't know why they thought that was the ultimate troll, apparently, when you're just, like, feuding with your neighbor and you're 37. That's your ultimate, that'll show him move, I'm gonna put my trash cans near his, so he has to move his down the road a little bit. But whatever, one day he walks out and the neighbor from his right has put his trash cans in front of the guy on the left's house. Which is weird and a little rude, but I guess technically it wasn't illegal or something. He had looked up some code about how there's nothing wrong with placing your trash wherever you want on trash day, blah blah blah. So technically he wasn't doing anything wrong, and uh, the person who sent this to me pointed out that it was pretty petty and probably gonna cause a problem. And the guy's like, yeah, that's the point, but maybe it'll teach him a lesson. And as they're standing there talking about it, the other neighbor comes out and he's like, what are you doing putting your trash cans in front of my house? I'm not going to have enough room to put my trash cans there. And the guy's like, well, tough crap. You should have thought about that before you started feuding with me. I told you I would teach you a lesson. I love that he really thought this was the trump card of, like, teaching people a lesson. Oh yeah? You wanna mess with me, pal? I'll put my trash cans in front of your house and make you have to move yours elsewhere. And, uh, they start going back and forth with the other neighbor pointing out that this isn't really that much of a lesson. And the guy, the subscriber who sent this to me, not wanting to be caught in the middle, starts turning around to walk back to his garage and go inside because he doesn't want to get caught in the middle of this at all. And the other guy says, well, can I put my trash cans in front of your house since this guy put his in front of mine? And he just looks at them both and goes, uh, and they're both giving him the look of, like, please be on my side with this. And the uh, person who sent this in decides to go with probably the smartest answer in this situation, considering they're both pretty crazy and petty. 
He says, well, I guess there's nothing illegal about it, and I can't really stop you. And he keeps walking inside. That way, he's, like, not being a jerk and saying no, but he's also not making the guy petty enough to look up the law about trash can placement hate him either. He's just kind of pointing out that there's nothing wrong with that, technically. And he goes back inside, and he can hear them outside while he's inside, still yelling back and forth about how this was unfair, and technically, if it was legal, it didn't mean it was right, and blah, blah, blah 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 and the guy's like yeah well tough crap what are you gonna do about it call the cops I don't care and then he hears them both go back inside and so he's kind of confused as to why all this has gone down the way it is I don't really know why you would go out of your way to be this petty to a neighbor especially when they don't even live next to you like one house removed is far enough away where you can just pretend that person doesn't exist maybe this guy's neighborhood they're like living on top of each other or something But I feel like I could ignore somebody that lives one house away from me pretty easily. If they're not, like, across the street or right next to me, I'm alright. Even if they really suck. But whatever, later in the day, he hears the recycling truck come, which means they can go bring the cans in because the trash truck came earlier in the day. And so he goes out and he goes to pull his cans in and he sees that the neighbor did end up putting his in front of his house. And he's pulling his cans in and both of the neighbors come out to get their cans because they must have heard the truck as well. And immediately he just gets a bad feeling that they're going to start fighting again because they start walking each other with that like middle-aged dad sass. You know, when they, like, have their hands on their hips, like, they're taking in the situation very seriously and, like, sauntering towards each other. Like, that's kind of what they've got going on. And so he starts rolling his eyes, getting ready for it. And sure enough, they, like, go to pass each other to grab each other's trash cans because the one whose driveway had been blocked had to walk to the subscriber's house to get his. And this guy had to walk in front of that neighbor's house to get his. And on the way, the guy who had started this all and been petty and put his trash cans in front of this guy's house to quote-unquote teach him a lesson decides to do something insanely petty as well, which no one should be surprised. It was like in addition. He does the shoulder check thing. Like, you know when you're walking by someone and you can take your shoulder and like slam it into their shoulder and like, ah, take that, you know? It's basically something that kids do in movies to start a fight. Like, I I did do that to somebody one time, but I think I was literally seven years old. Like, that's usually about the uh, age people are doing things like this. But he does it to him, and obviously the neighbor's not going to take that. And technically, he's the person starting the fight at this point. Like, if you're going to shoulder check somebody, at that point, if they start fighting you back, you can't be mad about it. So he just kind of, like, pushes off the guy after the shoulder check, reaches back, and hits him in the face and it's not like an insanely hard hit it's not Mike Tyson punch out he doesn't drop to the ground there's not somebody screaming world star standing over his unconscious body or anything but it's hard enough where he's like oh ow ow and then he puts up his hand and kind of swings on the other guy and they are literally fighting in the middle of the street over like this trash can placement because they couldn't just get along and the subscriber realizes it's up to him to break it up so he goes out there and starts trying to get between them and he does and he's pushing them apart and they're just screaming at each other talking trash but it's not even good entertaining trash talk it's just like middle aged dad trash talk your lawn looks like crap man your barbecue sucks like all that stuff that apparently the dads are getting very upset about because every time one of them says something they like try to get around this guy who's still holding them apart and finally they calm down and he's like you guys need to chill out you go back inside go back inside like relax and so one goes away and the other one's standing there with him 
And he's like, thanks for having my back, man. And the subscriber right away goes, I'm not having anyone's back. I think the fact that all of this is going down over trash cans is stupid. And you guys just need to get over it. You're lucky it was me who's like not going to call the cops about this. Because if it would have been any of the Karens in the neighborhood, you probably would have had a nice ride in the squad car to the station to explain to them why you're punching each other in the face over nothing. And he was like, all right, man. All right, man. I get it. I'm just going to go inside. And he's like, yeah, I think that's probably for the best and he went inside and uh in the week that followed he didn't mess with the trash but he came to him saying he might mess with him the week after and the subscriber told him straight up like if you do that just make sure i'm not outside because i'm not doing that again and he was like yeah sure and uh that trash day is coming up so maybe we'll get an update but either way i wouldn't recommend trying to fight your neighbor yeah, I mean, the fight definitely didn't need to happen, but at the same time, the guy's, like, trying to provoke him. I'm not saying it should have turned into a fight, but he's, like, messing with him, he's shoulder-checking him. At that point, you're kind of asking to get punched in the face, but that's just my opinion. Speaking of neighbors being weird with trash, though, the next story is pretty funny. So, the person who sent this to me has the unfortunate pleasure of living next to a guy that's, like, a cringier version of Paul Blart. He works as a security guard, but he always refers to it as the force, like it's like a police department or something. It's not, it's security guarding, and he like security guards a shopping center, which nothing wrong with that. If someone's a security guard, whatever, like I respect it. But this guy acted like he was some type of Navy SEAL. Uh, I believe they're referred to as gravy SEALs when they're like this, you know, when they're just like, oh no, yeah, I've got a lot of training. And it's like one class of karate 18 years ago, and and the ability to give the illusion they have a weapon on the job. That's a Paul Blart reference for those of you that didn't get that. And anyways, this guy was always insanely paranoid about the neighborhood. He was always lecturing everybody about how, like, they were being unsafe by not having all the visitors register on the log that he wanted to keep because he had volunteered to keep a log of visitors to make sure the community stayed safe, and everyone was like, dude, I'm not gonna report who I have coming and leaving from my house to some random person. It's my house, I'm gonna do what I want. Like, imagine thinking people were going to respect that authority, dude. Uh, you can't have friends over unless they registered it with me. No, it's my house, I'm gonna do what I want. Like, imagine. Obviously, that didn't make him too popular, but he was very upset that people weren't willing to do that, and he would lecture people about how they were being unsafe. And on top of that, he would be really annoying. Like, if any kids were outside playing or something, he would go out and interrogate them, asking what they were doing to make sure they weren't up to any crime. And this would be kids that are, like, eight years old playing hopscotch or something. And he'd go out there with a the bright flashlight and be like, what are you guys doing? Are you guys up to no good? You're not gonna steal anything, are you? And they're like, I learned how to read today, you know? That was the level that he had going on. And a couple of the older kids decided that they were gonna mess with him. And they bought this cardboard cutout of Harry Styles. One of them worked at this, like, music store that had one of them, and so they were getting rid of it, and so he took it home. And they decided they were gonna just start placing it around the neighborhood and, like, reporting to him that there was some weird dude and just see how much they would get him hyped up about this cardboard cutout. So one night, they place it at the end of the street, and they take a picture of it, and the next day, they see him, and they're like, we have to report to you a strange man that we saw in the neighborhood. We understand that you're gonna keep us safest, so here it is. 
and they show him the picture, and it's pretty obviously a cardboard cutout to anyone who pays attention for more than like two seconds. But of course, this is the moment he's been waiting for, so he's hyped, and he's like, yep, looks like he's up to no good. Off the rip, doesn't even really look at the picture that long, and he's like, I'll be on the lookout tonight, but if you see him again, let me know. And so this night, they decide to set it up in one of their backyards, because obviously the security guard can't be looking in everyone's backyard. That's kind of illegal. And they take a picture of him kind of over by the vines, a little bit more shadowed this time, harder to tell it's a cardboard cutout. But the next day, they're like, dude, he was in my backyard. And the security guard is like, goodness, I guess I'm going to have to take my patrols to the next level. And so they decide that night that they're going to put this cardboard cutout of Harry Styles at the bottom of his driveway and just see what he does. And listen, I'm not saying that, like, what they were doing was super ethical. Was it super nice to be convincing this dude of this? Probably not. That being said, kind of hilarious that in all the pictures, it's just pretty obviously a cardboard cutout if you would have paid attention. And on top of it, he was always lecturing everyone about how they weren't keeping the neighborhood safe, but here he was being convinced there was a threat from a cardboard cutout. And so they put it at the end of his driveway and they hide in some bushes across the street and uh, they assumed he wouldn't see them in the bushes considering he didn't realize it was a cardboard cutout. And at about 10 p.m. he comes out of his house, takes two steps, sees the cardboard cutout and calls out like, who are you? And obviously it's a cardboard cutout so it doesn't respond and he says something about like, Ah, gonna play the strong silent type, are you? Identify yourself. And once again, the cardboard cutout does not respond because cardboard. And so he starts approaching it and he yells out that like he has pepper spray and he's not afraid to use it. And believe it or not, you know, you probably won't believe it. The cardboard cutout does not respond. And he gets closer and says, you have three seconds to identify yourself or I'm going to pepper spray you. Keep in mind, if you're close enough to pepper spray this, it should be insanely obvious that it's cardboard. I don't know if this guy had just always been waiting for a reason to pepper spray something, so he was so hyped. But he counts down and he starts spraying the cardboard with the pepper spray. And once the pepper spray is gone, he decides the next best course of action, I guess, is to tackle the cardboard cutout. Only issue, you don't have to be a genius to know that, like, pepper spray is a spray. So if you just sprayed something in front of you and then you charge into it, you're kind of going to pepper spray yourself. And that's probably not something that you want to do. So sure enough, the guy, like, charges to the cardboard cutout, gets pepper spray in his own eye, starts yelling about how he's in pain, but continues to start attacking this cardboard cutout. And he tackles it. And now it's pretty obvious that it's a cardboard cutout, right? It's not like it's a person when he tackles it. But instead of going, oh, I've been pranked, the combination of him just wanting this to be an insane situation and the pepper spray, he starts screaming that it was a decoy, it was a decoy, and he's like freaking out, rolling on the ground, attempting to combat roll, but it's more like a a depressing somersault. And it gets to the point where them trying to hide in the bushes are like trying not to laugh, but they really can't hold it in anymore because they're watching this guy that claimed to be this like, you know, a super tactical dude just literally fighting himself on the ground, convinced there's a decoy doing rolls after he pepper sprayed himself. But as soon as he hears laughter, he looks up and he's like, who is that? I'm coming over and like starts trying to stumble across the road. He can't see super well because, you know, pepper sprayed himself. So they just take off running and he's like, they're running, they're running. 
I don't know who he's talking to, but sure enough, they get away, and they're laughing their butts off when they get back. They really can't believe that all happened. It looked like something out of a Three Stooges moment. And the next day, he sees them, and instead of putting two and two together, he's like, whatever stranger has been walking around the neighborhood used a cardboard cutout to trick me while they escaped last night. He hadn't even put two and two together yet, ladies and gentlemen. He was convinced that someone was just dressing up like this Harry Styles cardboard cutout to walk around the neighborhood and they were using the cardboard cutouts as decoys to trick him and throw him off track because you know this guy is apparently so famous for stopping the bad guys that every time there's like a bad guy in a neighborhood they stop what they're doing sniff the air and go he's close gotta get my cardboard cutouts out I don't think any, like, criminal masterminds are using cardboard cutouts to try to evade things. That would only work in an old movie, or if somebody was apparently dumb enough to assume that they were living in a comic book. This guy, you know, he's, like, out there in the Target parking lot walking around at night just whispering to himself, Well, they had friends. I studied the blade. While they were out partying, I became tactical. He's just got, like, nine different vests on each of them like a different camouflage pattern i can blend in in every environment if i wear all the camouflages at one time his boss is like you do realize that you're just supposed to make sure that none of the cars get broken into and none of the stores do right you don't have to treat this like it's some insane system where uh You gotta check in with me on the radio and have code names and stuff. Yeah, but I would just really prefer it if you called me Falcon Eagle. Either way, they just kind of stopped messing with him after that, mainly because he had destroyed the cardboard cutout. But every night he kept patrolling, insisting that one day he was going to find him, and he still patrols to this day. So good luck with that, man. It literally never existed, but more power to you. I guess it gives him something to do. Alright, this next one is more of just someone that's a little weird. They weren't really bugging anyone, I just don't know how to explain this. So the person who sent this in lives in a neighborhood, obviously, and they'll walk their dog every day, and uh, because they walk their dog every day, they've become somewhat familiar with, like, who lives in the neighborhood, who's nice, who, like, doesn't react when someone waves to them, that type of stuff. And there was one guy who lived about a street away that was always working in his garage with the door open. Whether it was snowing, raining, didn't matter, he was always out in the garage. But it was at an angle where you couldn't really see what was in the garage. And this person was uh, walking their dog and every time he would step out of the garage and wave and then go back in and they always wave back. And one day he's standing out there and they walk by and he's like, Hey, do you want to see what's in my garage? I've got a collection. And the subscriber's like, yeah, sure, why not? And uh, they walk into the garage. And listen, I don't recommend that. When I saw that in the submission, I was like, oh, this is how you get kidnapped. When the person who has a weirdly unable-to-be-seen garage says, come with me into the garage. I'm just saying it might not always be a good idea. I feel like several horror movies could start this way. Anyways, they start getting closer to the garage and the shadow kind of calms down so they can see in just the adjustment of going up the driveway. And the first thing that they see is a bunch of fish tanks with water in them and when I say a bunch of fish tanks I mean literally floor to ceiling wall to wall there are fish tanks everywhere there is not a lack of fish tanks and this person happens to like fish they have a big tank collection at home they have three tanks full of fish so immediately they go oh you collect fish and the neighbor kind of looks at them funny and is like what do you mean I collect fish and they adjust their eyes a little bit more and they take a look 
And for some reason, this dude just has like probably 60, 70 fish tanks full of water with the filtration systems powered, plugged in, running, but there's no fish in any of the tanks. And something about that is just super unnerving. The idea of someone spending like $30,000 on aquariums without any animals and then constantly keeping them plugged in and having them running for no reason. And the guy is like, don't you appreciate my collection, da-da-da-da-da. And the subscriber's a little thrown off, but they're not wanting to insult this guy just because it's clear he's got at least one screw loose. So they're like, wow, it's awesome. But if you don't mind me asking, why do you keep all these fish tanks full and plugged in if they don't have fish in them? And the neighbor's like, well, it all started with one tank and I was gonna get the fish, but I really liked setting up the tank, so I've just kept setting them up. And now I've realized I don't really like the fish. And they laugh and uh the subscribers kind of like ah ha ha yeah i don't know i don't feel like that's pretty normal i guess to each their own there's nothing illegal about it it's just kind of weird and uh the guy then proceeds without being prompted to be like yep i've spent well over seventy-five thousand dollars on fish tanks which listen i'm all for people having hobbies and whatnot but i feel like spending seventy-five thousand dollars on a hobby that makes no sense and if anything keeps costing you money i don't get Like, if you have all these fish tanks plugged in, running electricity all the time, I'm not saying they're like a huge power vacuum, but obviously, after a while, that's gonna start to add up, man. I don't think power is insanely cheap, especially the way energy prices have been going. The last thing you want to have to do is be like, sorry, I can't pay the mortgage. I'd rather make sure that I keep my fish tanks running. Why? Will the fish die? No, there's no fish. Like, I don't think people would be very understanding of your situation. But whatever, the subscriber's kind of like, all right, we'll all go. Uh, I'm going to see you later. I got to go finish walking the dog. And the guy's like, oh, you don't want to sit here and just watch the tanks run with me? And he was like, no, why? And he goes, oh, that's what I'm doing all day. You uh, know. Notice how every time you walk by, I'm in the garage. And he's like, yeah. Yep, I just sit out here and watch the tanks run. And he's like, don't you have work? Yeah, I work from home, but I just love watching the tanks run. Which, listen, man, I'm not saying there's anything, like, scary weird about it. But just imagining somebody out in the garage surrounded by empty fish tanks just staring at them while working... I don't know, it's just a little bit unnerving, and like, uh, this person might be a part of the simulation in like a glitching robot kind of way. Just a very bizarre thing to get into, and so the subscriber's like, alright, well, have fun with that, and left, and was just kind of like, that was weird, more than it was scary. They weren't afraid of him or anything. But just out there to be spending $75,000 on something that does literally nothing for you because you don't actually want the fish. Fish tank seems like a weird hobby for someone that's not a fan of any aquatic animal. Alright, this last one I just thought was really funny. So this person lives in a neighborhood and, uh, I don't know why I keep saying that. Obviously they do. Anyways, they have room between their neighbors and them to the point where you can't hear anything going on in the other's house. And, uh, his brother's bedroom is on the side near this Karen neighbor that just always has something to complain about. And he was in the band and so he was practicing his instrument and he had the door closed and the window closed. But it just so happened that his neighbor could see into his room from her kitchen, and so she sees him practicing for band. And uh, he knows that you can't hear the instrument from outside because the subscriber who sent this to me was outside practicing lacrosse. 
right next to the same window and couldn't hear it at all. So whatever, his brother's practicing his instrument and he's not even aware of that because he can't hear it and the only reason he becomes aware of it is his Karen neighbor comes outside and starts storming across the lawn yelling something about how is she supposed to focus with all this racket da 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 and he originally thinks she's talking to him about playing lacrosse. Not that it was insanely loud but he's standing out in the middle of a field practicing so he's like oh I must be being loud so he's like what did I do? And she comes over and is like, do you not hear that? Your brother practicing his instrument? And so he listens and he doesn't hear anything and he's like, no. Well, I can see him practicing from my kitchen so I know that it's making noise and I can hear it. And he's really confused by that because it just makes no sense. Like, you can see him playing the instrument so you know you can hear it but you can't hear it. Well, under that logic, like, you could watch somebody in a soundproof room do anything and be like, well, I can imagine it, so therefore I'm hearing it. That's really not how it works, though. And she demands that he stop practicing his instrument. And he's like, well, um, I don't know if he's actually going to do that. And it just so happened that his parents were out of town, and she's like, well, go tell him to come talk to me. So he goes inside, and he goes into his brother's room, and he explains the situation, and his brother smiles and is like, hey, you want to see me piss off the neighbor? And he's like, yeah, of course. And so he picks up his instrument, which was a trombone, and he goes out onto the backyard onto this porch thing, which is like two feet above where they were talking to the neighbor. And the neighbor's like, is that the thing making that racket? And he says, I know you can't hear me from in the house. Like, come on, why are you doing this? And the neighbor says once again, like, well, I can see you playing it, so I know it's making noise. That doesn't make any sense. But as she's talking, he just puts the trombone to his lips and just plays a loud noise. And she's like, that's not funny. Don't do that. And he does it again as she's talking. And she's starting to get mad. And she's like, stop interrupting. But every time she's trying to talk, he's just playing noises on the trumpet, trombone, whatever. Like, you know which one I'm talking about, the long one. I was never in band. I'm sorry. Either way, he's just doing that. And she gets so pissed that she starts trying to walk up the stairs to him and, like, take it from his hands. And he's just playing it in her face. And she's getting closer and closer. So it's getting louder and louder. And when she's really close... He lets go just like a really long like all the way down and then takes off back into the house and slams the door. And the neighbor runs after him and is like banging on the slider saying that was so disrespectful. And the brother who watched this is back on the grass laughing and she turns around and she's like, you think that's funny? And he's like, yeah, I do. And she says that she's going to tell their parents when they get back and they're going to get in trouble for this. They just wait and see. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Just go away. So she leaves, and sure enough, the parents get back, and as soon as they're back, before they're even done unpacking, this lady is on her way across to come talk to the parents and apparently tell them that their kids are the worst. And so they're retelling the story to the parents, who are aware of the fact that this neighbor can be crazy and make unreasonable demands, and she finishes her story, and she's like, well, what do you think of that? And they say, so you told my son to stop practicing because you thought you could hear it even though you couldn't hear it? And she's like, yes. Well, then I don't think he did anything wrong. And his dad goes, if anything, I think it was pretty funny. And she's like, what? No wonder your kids are so misbehaved. Clearly, you're a horrible parent. You have no right to be parenting these kids. You're filthy, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, go home, Karen. So she leaves the entire way yelling that they sucked. But the guy was shocked because he thought they were going to get in trouble for it. But the fact that his parents had his back made him, like, even more sure that she was just a crazy lady. So, uh, yeah, that was that. 
Anyways, guys, that's the stories that have been submitted. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, I'd really appreciate y'all taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comment section down below. And of course, subscribe if you're new and turn on those notifications. I've been doing the longer videos. If you guys like those, then be sure to subscribe, turn on noties, all that good stuff. And uh, if you really want to listen to these, but you would rather listen to the audio version, I do post the audio version over on Spotify. Link down below. Feel free to go check that out. And I also made a playlist here on YouTube, which you can also find in the description. So if you want something to listen to while you're playing video games, doing chores, homework, whatever it may be, check that out. But on that note, that's everything I got a plug. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully, I will see each and every single one of you guys next time with another video. I'm out. Peace.